0: is this is this thing rolling should i should i start it already you know
1: What is your view like what is to you what is what is the bible what is the bible to you and then we'll get some off off
0: religious topics <laughs> sure uh the bible to me is a special revelation it is mm. uh it is god's attempt to speak to humanity and reveal himself to them because they could not see him without his revelation yeah. um and he did he chose to do so through humans over a long period of time
1: yeah that's awesome um, and you, I mean it's just such a quick, quick question but you got a favorite book of the Bible
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Old Testament is Ecclesiastes oh uh, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah thank you uh, <laughs> New Testament is ah man I have no idea in regard probably New Testament's like Mark because it's easy to consume yeah. and it's just full of a, a lot of good stuff
1: yeah that's good yeah that's really cool um, for me, it's Psalms. Psalms is my favorite. I think it's helped me through a lot of hard times. Um, cool. And then the uh, New Testament is... Um, these days, it's James. I go to James a lot these days. Mm. But I would think, for me, it's Revelation. Like okay. I I, it's live off of, I live off of that chapter 21 and 22. So yeah. it, it's um, a good book. It is, yeah. And uh, Bible Project was very helpful to help me understand that a little bit more. Um, yeah. more than what Bible college really taught me because Bible college kind of taught me stuff I already knew. And it was yeah. very, just like overview, like kind of stuff. Um, this book is scary. Stay away from it. Yeah. Well, it's not even that it <laughs> was just more of like, they kind of just walked through stuff like I, cause I spent, so my journey is, um, a little different. Uh, you know, my journey really started when I was in high school. My, my youth pastor kind of discipled me. He discipled mm-hmm. me, took me under his wing and we ministered to hundreds and hundreds of students. And, um, And during that time when God really got a hold of my heart during that time, I had read through, I've really, I developed a very independent theology and faith. Um, it's still Orthodox. I didn't find that out till later. Um, it was just happenstance, but I had developed an independent theology because I, um, sorry, I just got a text message. I'm I'm officiating someone's funeral. So they just messaged me. Um, during high school, when God really got a hold of my heart, I had, uh, Start. i had this little pocket bible and i read through it like all my high school years i ended up reading through the bible seven times cover to cover um and it was in that time that i developed what my theology was and what i thought okay. about god and all this stuff and so um throughout it you know through through that whole experience um i think it was it was really interesting learning what i learned and 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 uh Thinking about the bible the way that i do um, and so Sorry. but um anyways uh what was my i don't even remember where i was going, where I was going with that anyways um, so oh well uh so let's talk about um just a little bit about we'll get off off of jesus stuff for a little bit just because sure. bro you lead me what do you do for fun man what do i do
0: for <laughs> fun uh yeah other than music uh, the obvious one uh, i play minecraft and i like to drink craft beer yeah. that's my life there you yeah. go <laughs> that's awesome man do you play you play on like play, pc or xbox PC. yeah i, I got okay. a fun Darn fun man. fun little server that i run with a bunch of my fans and some friends and stuff and, oh dude yeah, we just we just that's awesome around. it's a good time
1: that is awesome i was hoping you had xbox man i was gonna get your game <laughs> tag squat up no man back <laughs> in the
0: day when 360 was a thing i was all over that but i uh good halo yeah Davis. i i gave up on it when <laughs> i realized the pc was just as good
1: that's so true though i used to have a gaming pc and i it was like four we put four hundred dollars into it made it better than any like gaming pc out there and then lightning struck our house and fried the dang computer.
0: dude that sucks
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like you can get insurance on that because you built it yeah (laughs) like you can't you can't insure that there's no way you can recreate that um so it was uh it was a good time um what about your favorite uh favorite tv show favorite movie oh uh
0: favorite tv show uh like of all time Hmm. Uh, man i don't know if i even have one um something i can pretty consistently go back to is like uh Uh, Community, right? Community Mm. was a good show. New Girl is a pretty good show. I like comedy shows. Uh, For movies, my number one favorite movie is uh, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. And it's only because it has a lot of like emotional impact for me. Like uh, I watched it for the first time when I was uh, going through a breakup. And since then, it's just like stuck. And I I can't Mm. watch it now without like experiencing all those emotions. But that's part of the reason why I like watching it. You know, because it's like mm. a reminder.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, for me, How I Met Your Mother definitely my favorite show. TV show. Um, yeah, it's a great show. And then, uh, my m- movie is I have a lot of favorite movies. I'm a big TV show movie guy, but um, Star Wars is the ease own category of its own. But for me, if it's a singular movie, uh, Hook with Robin Williams okay. is uh definitely my top favorite. movie. Nice. Um, yeah, man. So we'll, we'll touch back a little bit on this, uh, journey of authenticity. Actually first, before we get there, uh, favorite craft beer.
0: Oh, damn. Um, so, uh, you would need to live around here to know what I'm talking about, but, um, Mm. Yellow Dog's Hazy IPA.
1: All right, there you go. That's good. I don't know what that no. is, but I, you know, it's so I, for people who listen. I know people who are very I, people who listen to this podcast are very big craft beer guys. So they may they may know. Yeah, what I mean, if you're ever um, in BC, like so, come
0: find me, and I'll, I'll take you to Brewers Row. There's this uh, there's spot in Port Moody, nice. That's literally just a strip of breweries, and it's just it's nice. It's right by the water. There's mm. mountains everywhere. It's close to a SkyTrain. It's a it's a nice spot,
1: dude. Yeah, um, I'm more of a I'm more of a whiskey scotch kind of guy Uh, of course
0: yes because you're from the south and that's
1: (laughs) it's actually mainly just because i don't uh i always get like acid reflux whenever i drink beer and so it's mainly and maybe it's because i'm half puerto rican but beer like i could drink like 12 beers and it never do anything to me so i'm like a glass of like two glasses of whiskey and i'm like i'm already i'm like this is good yeah. Like, so that's time why I go to sleep. Yeah. This is why, that's yeah. why I'm more of a whiskey guy. Cause I can actually taste the feel. I can actually feel it, which when I first, yeah. when I, I didn't start drinking until I was 21. And so the first time I started drinking, um, when I was 21, I was like, <laughs> I already knew I was going to be in trouble when I was drinking some beers. I'm like, dude, this is not doing anything for me. But then I had a 30, my first drink was a 32 ounce, uh, Corona Rita.
0: And I was like, this yeah. is where it's at. And I was like,
1: Oh man, I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy that you waited till you were twenty one. You didn't go any earlier. And I didn't smoke, like, didn't drink, didn't do anything. Oh, wow, that's weird, man. Not like not to despair. No, your, you're not congratulations. Oh no, on no being, it was being it was because I
1: had I told my parents when I was in high school because um, I said, listen, if because they're they were very big on like don't drink, don't do anything like that, and I told them I like listen, if I can wait until I'm twenty one. That is me proving to you. I am responsible enough to manage my own, my own things. And so, so I waited and then I was like, good, I'm good to go. I'm like, I can do it. I am responsible enough to manage myself in that way. Um, and, and I was good. I totally recommend it to anyone. Like if you can wait, you should totally wait. Um, and if you can't wait, then I guess that's your own heart problem, but it's like, it's a, you got an issue there. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta check your heart. Um, so when you, I've only seen a couple of your videos on TikTok I've seen a few of them. But from what it seems to me, it seems like you really got traction because of these hot take videos, um, which I think yeah, you actually didn't really like. I remember yeah, I saw one video that you hated the fact that hot takes is what actually got you, uh, got you famous. Um, yep. Which I get that, man. I I've been doing TikTok for a couple of years now, and I these past yeah. past few years, I didn't do much videos um, just because of a lot of life stuff. But when it, mm. I originally, it was honestly only in about a six month period that I got up to thirty thousand followers. Um, and yeah. it was all because of these random funny videos that I were making. And I was like, Well, that's not what I wanted to be the thing that got no. me got me. And so now I feel like I had to maintain the funny
0: videos to actually do the videos that I want to do. Um <laughs> yeah. so, like okay. okay, here just as a fun little side note, let's see how this is doing. So I oh jeez Louise, I hate when I open <laughs> up TikTok and it's like hundred plus notifications. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So um I posted a video three hours ago, a hot take video, and it's at 35,000 views. Dang. And, yeah, and I went up by a couple hundred followers. Here's the thing. I already know this comment section is going to hurt my feelings. I already know I'm going to open up the comment section, and people are going to be like, screw you, you're the worst. It's like, bro, can you just, Mm. like, chill? I'm just espousing an idea. You can rebut me. Like, disagree with me and disagree with me fully. Make videos. Like... Mm. like 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 attack my ideas but yeah. like i read one of the comments i was a little i was a little adrenaliney when i opened up this call cuz like one of one of the like one of the comments that i read right before that cuz i wear a hat cuz i'm bald i'm a bald man you i got hide a good my head shame. for it yeah yeah thank you um but like some girl commented like oh like the the manipulative man beanie <laughs> and it's like oh okay that's just so nasty for yeah. no reason. So what was I've the, done nothing to you? What was the video that blew up again? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's just some video. Like I'm, I'm sitting here talking. So this girl's doing some dance about how like virginity is a social construct and and how it's used to shame women or whatever. And I, I basically just I, I pushed back. And I said, yeah, yeah, like virginity is a social construct, but it's a good social construct. And it's predicated on the idea that promiscuity is bad for society. And here's why mm. kind of thing. And it was, you know, like I agree, man, that like like Western society and the church have used virginity as a way to shame, you know, people into behaving. And it's mm. toxic and it's unhealthy, man. I've sat I've sat through enough youth group sermons where the pastor's standing up there like I, I saved my virginity till marriage. Mm. My sex with my wife is awesome if If you have sex, if you have sex before marriage, it's like you're a used tissue. like i've I've sat through those sermons yeah. before. like I understand how horrific it is. But like at the same time, like there's a middle ground we gotta walk where it's like it's like, okay, sure, you you want to have sex outside of marriage. That's fine. But can you please keep it at least within the confines of healthy relationships that are built off mutual trust and respect? If not, Only for the sake of your mental health, but also for the sake of society. Because when one thing happens to one person, it affects another person, which affects another person, Mm. which then ends up bleeding into everything. Yeah. Right? It's hard to contain stuff like that. You know? Yeah. And... I think about this all the time, right? Like for example, and this is maybe a little bit crude, but i'm I'm gonna go for okay. it. like, for example, for example, like you see like police officers uh, will will shoot uh, unarmed black men or just unarmed people in general, right? And a lot of people assume that that's racism on the face, but I think to myself, well, it, it could be racism, but it could also be that that police officer, uh, his wife is cheating on him. And he found out the night before and he's having a horrible time and this guy is causing him problems and he's mad and not saying what he did is right. It's obviously wrong and he obviously needs to be, you know, whatever. He needs to go to jail or whatever, but... But that being said, we have to understand that th- that there are other extenuating circumstances mm. that could have caused the situation to happen. And as a society, we should actively try and avoid them. And one of those things, if it is hypothetically like the officer's wife is cheating on him, is talking about, hey, promiscuity is bad. Yeah. Like 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 flippant sexual behavior hurts people. And here's why. Mm. Right. And it's one of those things where one thing can bleed into another thing, which then can cause another thing, mm. right? And I also think about incels as well. Like, I think I think those incel kids that, like, write those manifestos and hate women and stuff – Uh, a lot of that is their own fault and they really need to grow as people and they need to get better as human beings. But I I think also an aspect of it is, is also the fact that they feel like they have no other option because they live in a society where, you know, (laughs) sexual capitalism, 1% of the (laughs) the men have all of the, all of the reproductive wealth, whereas, you know, they don't get anything right. And it's this weird societal imbalance because of this, this, this sexual hierarchy that, Mm. that exists um where you know people who are more attractive can pull more tail in the crudest sense possible and people who are unattractive don't get any and it's this and and to an extent monogamy also fixes that issue right Mm -hmm. because if one man is with one woman then there is more women for other men and we can kind of redistribute the wealth so to speak yeah um and of course like Like I mean that with the the most amount of respect possible. And I understand like people got to take care of themselves personally, but there are, there are higher metaphysical and societal issues that, that, that are, are um, brought into perspective when you understand that the, the social constructs that we've lived with for the past, however long have been there for a reason. And by throwing them out, Without thinking about it, mm. we are putting ourselves in a situation of having to re-understand why those social constructs were put there in the first place. Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, that's that's very true, I think is um... – now, uh, let me clarify this first. Were you – are you pro – are you pro-monogamy or was it pro-polygamy? I don't remember what you – <laughs>
0: pro monogamy yeah but monogamy not within the confines of like one man with one woman forever i don't know like i can't make a theological argument for that and i can't also make a but monogamy in the sense of hey like when, yeah. when you do have sex it should be within the confines of a, of, a, of of some kind of relationship yeah that yeah, is, yeah. That is yeah, monogamous. Yeah. i was just,
1: i was making because i remember earlier we were talking about yeah. like polygamy and stuff and i was, I was like oh, what does this guy think i don't know <laughs> so, Bro, I find it's fine I'm, either way I, but... like <laughs>
0: I play Devil's Advocate
1: for oh, fun. Oh, I, I do like, too. Been, yeah. I I yeah. I play it all like sometimes I <laughs> when I when I take on new disciples, one of the thing, one of the things that they have to endure is uh <laughs> a lot of them literally still text each other and joke about this, but they uh um they have to go through this day where I take them to lunch and I ask them, mm. "All right, so uh what's the gospel?" And then they, then they, and I just destroy, I just completely deconstruct their entire idea of what the Bible and yeah. God and Jesus and all of it is only to then rebuild it back up a little bit. And we, in that process moving forward. And so I play, Good. I love playing devil's advocate. It's, it's, it's weird when I think this is where conviction comes from. When you can come to the place mm. where you can actually, if you wanted to, you could probably argue for both sides very well. Um, and yet still land on one side or the other. Um, yeah. And I think it's, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm pro, you know, I, don't, I hate using the word pro and anti these days, but um, <sighs> I'm very much in for believing that, you know, the whole God designed sexuality is sacred and it should be between, sure. and it should be within yeah, the it's... confines of marriage. And that's, um, yeah. and I think part of that is not just scripturally, because I think I take in a lot of things. I take in scientifically, even there's a great book um, called Hooked. Uh, how casual sex mm. is affecting our children. And it was written by two um, neuroscientists and they talk about how sure. sex affects the brain and that, and that they're using almost pure science as the evidence for that stuff. And so for me, that's why I combine philosophy, science and, and theology. And that's where I come to my mm. conclusions. Cause I look at like, for example, um, if certain laws are cultural and certain laws are universal, And we Mm. see this in the Bible. There are certain things that were very cultural to that day and age. And some of those things like moral, like moral laws are infinite. They will, they transcend whatever. And the difference is because um, the kind of fabric that I'm wearing, it will, you know, what that means will change from if I live in Africa or today, it'll change what I live in a, in 2000 years ago or today. Like some of those rules may change, But the way that like sex affects the body will never change no matter what you look like, where you come from, Mm. what time period you're in, wherever you may live and what time period happens. And so since it always affects a person physically the same, then whatever God uh, intends for that thing is the is will be forever and the way the way mm. that he intended it. And so that's where I that's why I land. And I totally respect if someone doesn't agree that whatever. We can always have those conversations. That's just why I why I land where I land. Yeah. Um, no, that's totally fair. Um anyways, but we're getting off topic a little bit cuz the original question was how you actually hated that people get well, like you for hot takes. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Uh, I I don't like it at all. Yeah, so why is it? Why don't you like it? I Because you got a guy with great ideas, you carry yourself very well, you don't carry yourself as like, um, this is, I'm not going to say that because that's That's putting people in a bad light. I was going to, I was going to like stereotype a certain people. And then I was like, I'm not going to stereotype those kind of people. But anyways, you don't come across as a jerk who kind of has like this idea that they kind of know it all and they know everything about God and and they bring you all these like five points or whatever. (laughs) And so like all this stuff and um, you don't carry yourself in that kind of way. So it's like you, if there was a guy who carries hot takes, you know, you do it, you do it really well. So it's, so why is
0: it that you don't, you don't like that? Um, I don't like it because i don't like dealing with the headache
1: Mm, i get that yeah
0: yeah i really don't enjoy just the constant and the thing is is people are emotional creatures and they are they a lot of what they believe is built off of things that have happened Mm -hmm. to them and the way that they've learned to cope so if i touch on a subject that plucks at someone's nerve they're going to completely throw all logic and rationale at the window and they're going to come Mm. at me with with the fire and fury of someone that they believe has hurt them because i have hurt them insofar as i've hit a nerve based off of what someone else has done to them yeah right and it sucks man because like a i empathize so hard with those people man and i really really love them and want them to grow but at the same time it's like yo, that's bad for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I, I'm going to turn off my phone and go for a bike ride now. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. please leave me alone for the next yeah. 24 to 48 hours. Cause I'm going to grieve. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> well, and then the, the, at least I'm a big proponent. I'm a big proponent that your life and your story should help. The reason why we need each other in the, in the church while we need other people is because mm. your life and your story is going to help you understand God in a way that I never will and I need that in my life. And so yeah. in your perspective, like for example, the the burden that you carry because of the way people emotionally throw things at you and it's that's what makes, you know, hot takes exhausting. It's exhausting mm. for a lot of wo- lack of words because of the people way people can lash out and all these things and and Yeah yet at the same time what how much better you understand god and what he has to deal with the amount of people that throw things at him emotionally because of that that's
0: facts though (laughs) that's so true that is so true man like he he has to deal with a lot yeah and
1: he doesn't have the option to go on a bike ride he just has to know, no, he, and he and he's it's worse because he he knows his heart. He knows our hearts, so it's even worse. Yeah. We don't even have, and that's... the amount of times we say "f you, God." The amount of times I've said "f you, God" in like the past month. Yeah. Um, let alone what's stewing in my heart, and yet God is, um, as Exodus says, He is slow to anger and 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 merciful, and He's patient with yeah. us and loving with us. Um, and that's a great way to challenge ourselves. Um,
0: so. yeah, bro, that's good. I like that. Mm. I like that. I really like that. I like <laughs> the perspective that that brings because, it, it, yeah, it's true. Like, sure, I got to deal with this short amount of, like, BS, but I can just, like, respectfully set up boundaries with these people. Yeah. And I can I can be like, hey, like, I, I know, like, I I, I might have hurt your feelings by accident. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, like, not have to deal with them ever again. Mm. But, like, God knows them intimately. And when I turn off the phone and I've stopped interacting with them, he still sees exactly what they're feeling. Yeah. And, and I think that's another reason why I hate it, because I hate hurting people, yep. even if it's by accident, even if it's by saying something that is objectively true yep. and just simply is just like a, it's a, it's an objective statement. Mm. But it's it's hard because, like, what, what do we do? Do we live in a world full of lies to try and make sure everybody feels good? Or do we actually just say truths and no. challenge people to grow? Yeah,
1: which is why – and that's why I would say even that in itself helps us to resonate and know Jesus more because yeah. I – the reason we don't understand everything that Jesus did, uh, how, how do I want to package this? So one of the things I talk about often, one of the biggest issues that we can have with scripture is we often focus too much on what the Bible doesn't say. It doesn't hmm. say where Cain's wife came from. And so people try to draw the sure. conclusions of, of, and this is why where I would agree with you in some way that Genesis is poetry in the sense that um, it's not necessarily taken literally. There are some things that you take, truth I take it truthfully I don't know if I take it literally but I take it truthfully sure. and the, one of the pointing factors to that is when Cain murders his brother he's like oh but what about all the villages well where did these people come from because Eve didn't just start popping yeah. out babies left and right oh <laughs> and so they yeah. came from somewhere um and so um you have Cain's wife and all this stuff uh people ask these questions and you know, well, what did Jesus say about this? We say about that. Well, we, we focus on these things that the Bible never talks about, that we miss what the Bible is telling us. We focus mm. so much on what the Bible isn't saying that we miss what it is saying. Um, yeah. And one of the things I always, when you have the gospel, and this is where I'm going with this, the gospel writers, they had a purpose. Scripture cannot say what its yeah. author did not intend for it to say. And when the authors of scripture were writing certain things, the letters they were writing, which is most of the New Testament were letters, they had a purpose to why they were writing it. So they had an agenda for the things that they were going to reveal about Jesus because they wanted to paint mm. this narrative. Luke was writing so that people, if based, he was basically God's lawyer. And he was like, if you want the yeah. evidence, if you want the evidence of Jesus, this is why I think it's dumb that people try to discount scripture as evidence for Jesus because you're not – you're just because it's a religious text, um, you're ignoring the fact that it was originally a letter. And he's gathering yeah. eyewitness accounts. You want people who saw him with their own eyes. This is your this is your CNN interview right here, except in yeah. letter form. It's like or Fox mm. or whatever. I don't like media in general, so I just that was the first one that came to mind. Um, so I think media's p- propaganda bias that's you know twisting all of us, and they profit off of our outrage. That's awesome, <laughs> bro. We
0: should do like a whole second conversation yeah, about we that could, one. We could. We totally will. Don't we even totally get me started. Will. So um, yeah. I
1: can go on a whole rabbit trail on conspiracies and everything for that. So. Um, and so I got um, – anyways, so before I get off topic, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> It'll be good. Cool. Um, so I'll put it down on schedule. So the uh, but the uh, the gospel writers, when they wrote these letters, you know, Luke, like he had all these he's let interviews and all this stuff, and he had a very specific reason. He wanted people to know that Jesus is who he said he is, and here are the people who saw mm. it for their very own eyes. Um, he himself did not even see Jesus for his own eyes. So he is gar- he's taking in the interviews of other people and – I say all that to say this: the moment when Jesus and the young, the rich young ruler, came to him, and he said, "Hey, um, how do I get eternal life?" And so Jesus tells him what he wants to hear. He said, "Okay, you gotta love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, uh, you gotta keep all the commandments. I've done this since I was very young. Well, then you have to give up all your possessions and sell it to the poor." He like, "Well, I can't do that." Yeah. So Well, "You can't be my disciple." <laughs> I wonder how hurt Jesus would have felt. The fact that he had to, yeah. he had to say that. And he, Granted, he, Jesus wasn't saying that, oh, to be his disciple, you have to sell everything. But he was exposing in his heart. Because if you look at the context of that chapter, it was all about Jesus knowing yeah. what's in people's hearts. He had to expose the yeah. thing he was unwilling to give up. And put he put money before God. He was unwilling to do that. And so Jesus was very okay with saying, you want to be my disciple? Take up your cross. Which was a very offensive thing to say um, to Jewish people. Yeah. And so he take up your cross and follow me. If you don't like, then most of them left. They left when he said that. And he was like, all right. And it's so a, he, how hurt was God's heart knowing that he has to say the truth, knowing that the truth yeah. hurts. Um, yeah, this, God, man, that's fact. God doesn't desire our hearts to be hurt. God desires our hearts to be filled with joy. When we understand the truth and the veil is revealed from our eyes, um, hmm. is, and the veil is pulled away. Um, but God knows that not everyone at the end of the day is going to follow. Um, yeah. So many will turn, um, the you know the narrow gate whatever Oh, always i don't know why the just, whole thing I, the whole nine yards yeah, i forgot the passage all of a sudden yeah. the, the oh yeah the gate what is it the the path is wired but no what oh gosh why did i just forget this verse it's the i, I used to have to i used to have over like a hundred and something verses memorized for my discipleship thing and i that was yeah, one of okay them. and the gate is uh it's gonna bother me now that's the problem matthew seven fourteen. uh enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow that leads to life. Okay. That's not exactly how I thought it was going to be worded, but um, I don't know why. It's all right. It's okay. The, um, the point is, you know, God knows that there'll be many people who won't follow him and the few in number will they be. But the reality is it's not like he wants that. Yeah, but he can't change it. That's Mm -hmm. in the, that's the weird thing Like, got, yeah. Hot take. God cannot do anything. You know, God can't sin. God yeah. cannot, is God cannot overturn, you know, if he wants the world to be the way it ought to be, he can't allow, you know, he can't allow, um, those whose hearts are ruled by sin to enter in the kingdom of heaven, or else you're just going to become yeah. Genesis all over again. <laughs> so yeah. That's the, that's the, that's why in revelation it says nothing impure can enter its gates. And impure, meaning those who have not been liberated from the inside out through Christ. Um, Because if you're not, then you're still a slave to sin. You're just going to be seeing nature into the new creation. You're going to ruin this whole thing. We're going to go through this whole thing all over again, and evil will be in the world. So you have to make your choice. Will you follow God, or will you follow yourself? And so if you follow yourself, you will naturally, God will allow you to just, he will honor your decision to allow you to follow your nature and where that leads. Um, That's good. So. Um, that preaches mm. <laughs> dude. just like thank you so much for uh for coming on the podcast i definitely want to have you again soon and we continue to, to talk and um, looking forward. How long have we been going anyways? Oh, dude, I got plenty Almost two hours. Heck yeah, man, yeah. I got, this is gonna be a good long series. It's gonna be great. So yeah. um, this is exciting <laughs> again. Thanks for coming on, man. I love like just hearing your heart and would love to get to know you more. And just, um, thanks brother. Uh, you guys, you can follow Robin skies on Instagram, Twitter, right? Yep. Okay. I am Robin skies yep. on Instagram, Twitter, um, Twitter, and if you look up Robin skies on Spotify and, Apple, um, do you have it on Apple as well? Oh yeah, every okay. streaming service. Is Perfect. You can find my music just on every look up, up Robin Skies and you can find and his on music on every social media. Yeah, it's uh, you look up his music, man, and it's good stuff. It's good stuff to jam to, especially when you're on the road. I did it today when I was jamming on the open road, um, had the windows Thanks, down, man. and um, your latest song I was jamming to. Um, cool. So, dude, thank you again. Looking forward to having you on the podcast again. I hope you felt encouraged, man. My biggest thing is I just I want did. people to come on, feel like they're encouraged, and having great thought-provoking conversation, but walking away feeling like someone is like truly has their back and makes them feel like they were heard and known and this and wanted to be yeah. discovered
0: um so. Bro, i loved this i'm yeah. very thankful like i'm honestly so thankful for you dude yeah my pleasure like, genuinely
1: yeah my pleasure man well dude uh last thing i can ask you before we head out i do this to everyone man sure. how can i pray for you so.
0: <laughs> um dang uh just uh just pray that um whatever god has planned for my life for 2021 comes to fruition mm-hmm Dude, absolutely. Let me pray for you right now, and then you can go get cool. dinner, and I'll bless
1: your pre-bless your food for you. <laughs> Thanks, homie. Uh, God, we just thank you for Robin Skies. We thank you for what he's been doing. Uh, we thank you just for his art and how uh, he just wants to express his soul through music and that um, you've inspired his life. And so we, we just pray that uh, in its own way that it, it weaves its influence through, even if it's not what meets this what is expected of us? What is ex- what what uh, people who may be unhealthy in their heart expect? Uh, people who are Christians to do with their craft. Um, that They put these expectations on him, but rather, God, that you would move truthfully through him um, as a means to connect with people in their hearts and their souls and whatever they may be going through, God. I pray that you just bless him and what he's doing. Bless um, his ministry, which is just the way that he lives, that he reflects you, and that other people can know the beauty of your grace, your love, and your truth. That he would challenge others even as he challenges me, and he, chal- he continues to grow and know you and the truth more and more as we are growing every day. Just to learn what it means to love you and to follow you, and we just pray that you just continue to challenge us and make us more like you. Thank you for him. Thank you for his life. Thank you for his for all that he's doing in this world, and that I pray for your favor and your blessings over him. Bless his food, the nourishment of his body. That'll it'll be good and tasty for him. Thank you. In Jesus name, Amen. <laughs> Thanks, man. You have a great day, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. <laughs> you